Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And no, it is not a snow day today, but I love these coffee mugs. Okay, let's jump right into Scripture. We are in Proverbs 29, verse 16 through 17. So these are these are similar to yesterday's in many ways. Verse 16 says, When the wicked increase, transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. So this right here, wicked, the wicked increase, this isn't talking so much about there being more wickedness or more people living in wickedness and doing wicked things. This is and it's not referring to wicked in in the good sense of the word, okay? <laughs> the wicked increase is talking about people who come into power, who do wicked things, who live in a a a way that dishonors God, okay? Um, so when your leadership falls into sin and is living in sin. Uh, and rejecting God, then transgression increases across the board, right? Because if your leaders are doing it, if your leaders are being wicked and your leaders are being ungodly and unrighteous, then it's going to to multiply a whole lot more than if someone who is just a regular citizen um, falls into sin and lives in sin, okay? So as a, as a government leaders embrace more um, ungodly things, then the nation becomes more ungodly. That's pretty much what Solomon is saying. And that's why I reiterate why it's so important when we vote people into office in our nation um, of any position, we need to seek as Christians to choose the person who comes as close as possible to to reflecting the glory of God through his moral and ethical code in Scripture. We need to pray about that. We need to seek that. We don't need to just choose a side. We need to choose God's side and do our absolute best to choose the person who comes the closest. And not just say, well, that person comes the closest simply because they're on the side that we want to support. But do your research. Know what they stand for are the things that they stand for and they're going to fight for godly things or are they things that the bible says is wickedness okay because we don't want to to vote for those who are going to cause wicked to increase we want to vote for those who will lean in the direction of honoring god sometimes yes that is voting and choosing the person who is the lesser of two evils and in many cases, it's that way. But we still need to do our best to choose those um, who are going to lean in the direction of honoring the Lord. But here's the thing. We shouldn't really stress over it. And the reason why is because of this right here. <laughs> Solomon says, the righteous will look upon their downfall. There will come a day when we all stand before the Lord and God makes things right. In other words, those who are righteous and honoring God, even if they are living in a society and a culture that does not honor God, and the leaders do not seek to honor the Lord, one day we're going to see God set things right. It might not be in your lifetime. It might not be 
on this earth might be when we come to judgment one day standing before him um, after this this earthly realm is gone um, that we will see the righteous uh, standing and looking upon the downfall of wickedness and that is a day that we can look forward to we can look forward to that all right now verse 17 falls in line with one we looked at yesterday as well it says discipline your son or daughter and he will give you rest he will give you delight to your heart now yesterday we talked about disciplining our children and the importance of that because how are they going to learn the difference between wickedness transgression and righteousness right we got to teach them that we got to show them that we got to discipline them when they do wrong we need to make a pretty big deal about what they're doing is wrong so that they see our distastefulness of it right we we need to show our children that that sin is disgusting sin is not okay sin dishonors god sin is not something that we should just embrace and, and accept and be okay with because other people want us to. But we should stand firm against it. We should show them that any sin nature in their life, although it comes naturally, doesn't mean it's okay to do those things. So we have to discipline our children. And if we discipline them starting when they're very, very young, it's going to be a whole lot easier when they're older. You don't wait to discipline your children when they are in middle school or in high school. You must nip it in the bud early on when you start seeing those signs of wickedness in their hearts. Okay, yes, they're cute and, and they're, they're so innocent, but not really because they have a sin nature. And if you love your children, you will correct them. You will get rid of that corruption as quickly as possible and work that out of them. We see a very important New Testament passage of Scripture. I meant to show this yesterday and forgot, but Hebrews 12, 5 through 6 says, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. That means corrected. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. So listen, God corrects us those who follow him when we make mistakes and we turn from him and we become selfish and arrogant or whatever sin it could be and we need to do the same for our children if you love your children you will correct them your job as a parent is not to be your child's friend that is not your job your job as a parent is to be their parent <laughs> Listen, there will be times that your kids probably are mad at you because you correct them on something. Or they might say things like, I hate you, or you hate me, or whatever. And those things are unpleasant to hear. And if they do say them, you should discipline them for that. They shouldn't be talking to you that way, okay? <laughs> if they do, you better, you better jerk a knot in them quick and correct that so that they learn respect and here's the thing, you shouldn't take all that personal. They're children. They're children. And if you care about them and truly love them more than you love yourself, then when they say those things to you, you're not going to let it get to you personally because you know they're children and they're immature and they are growing and they are learning. And you got to stand your ground and you got to do what you know is right for them. They might say those things now, but here's the deal. 
20 years down the road, they're going to thank you for being stern and not letting up and not letting them get their way. They will thank you for that because you will have taught them humility. You will have taught them responsibility. You will have taught them to respect you, which means they in turn learn to respect God. And that is the whole reason why parents need to stand their ground and discipline their children because you're not just teaching them to respect you, you're teaching them to respect God. If you let a child do whatever they want, they're not going to have any respect for God when they're an adult. So, if you love God, discipline your children. If you love your children, discipline your children. Today, this is all about loving other people. And sometimes you got to love people in the hard way. Sometimes it's challenging what you have to do to love your children and love other people. Sometimes you got to hold people accountable. And the people, you, if you truly care about them, you will hold them accountable for any sin that they could be living in or doing. Because, listen, that sin is keeping them from God. It's keeping them from a right relationship with God. And that should be the concern for you. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day at the end. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek a relationship with God. Love other people. Take care. Have a blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.